what's going on what's up what's up what's up what's up what's up we are back again this is your host Kalai Shireen on another episode of behind the scenes Bella podcast and today on this episode we have been graced with such an angelic presence um this evening I'm talking about he just flew in like literally on wings like Flew into Atlanta to be on this podcast right now, <laughs> tonight. This man um, is really a beauty behind the scenes. His portfolio is so extensive um, with so many different artists that you guys know and love. He hails from the beautiful city of Washington, D.C., um, the southeast side. Am I, am I saying? Absolutely. Oh, look, because yeah. when y'all, when y'all, when y'all from a certain part, you got the name. Yeah, the side. Got, gotta be south side. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. This, this gentleman, Mr. Jason, is he's used his power in theater, music, comedy, storytelling, film. Oh my goodness, his catalog includes features with. Raheem Devon, we got Backyard Band, we have Kelly Rowland, Nas, Brandy, Omarion, Nolan Williams, Ja Rule, Nelly, Layla Hathaway. Oh my God, the list just, it's just, it's Big Sean, I mean, Big Alley. it's so many people on the list. Like if I read this entire list, I'd be sitting here all day and we can't even hear the podcast. Like this is how extensive his resume is. When I tell you this man is moving around the globe, making such an impact, I want y'all to give it up right now for Mr. J. Sun in the building. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir. That was beautiful. Good job. Make me feel good about myself. See, that's what I want. I want you to feel like, you know, you get your flowers today. I appreciate it. They they were felt. Thank you. You know what? I homegrown them. I grew them right here just for you, just right now in this instance. That's what's up. Yeah, it's important. Like, so I tell y'all all the time, like, so many different, y'all heard all of the genres that he's in, film, music, theater, all of these different things that y'all see happening on the big screen is so many people behind the scenes, not just the talent that we put up front, but it's people who are the playmakers, the people that make things happen, the people who are writing these scripts, producing these scripts, making the script what it is so that you know and love it. But um, I want to touch today mr son just can you just tell us you know just you i'm, I'm just feeling like reading off of your bio it's like i don't even know if i can you stand said, with you said you. mr son Listen. <laughs> that's what's up like i don't even know if i can stand with you you know what i mean like can you tell me like how does one get into all of these faucets of industry successfully um because that's a lot yeah, to be honest, you know, uh, it's hard to do all things successfully. Well, you know, I guess it's really about how you define success also. Mm. So, you know, I say that I'm successful in all of those things because I genuinely have a passion for them and I've pursued them. Mm-hmm. So the success kind of lies in that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, most people are going to uh, associate success with like uh, money right monetary it's always monetary <clears throat> which and, and you know and and I like money and money's good and you mm-hmm. should get it but before that stage I found success and just you know having the balls to pursue all of those things and be passionate about it and have the integrity you know to to do and create well mm-hmm. so um yeah it's really it's easy to pursue but it's hard to maintain right you know what I'm saying so uh but how did you get so let me say like the film industry how, did you just like walk in the door and be like I want to start doing film and you you did you have like a cousin who like pray who played pro ball or something like how you get in the door well <laughs> with film in particular I've, I've always wanted to be a filmmaker since I was a child okay so that's something that I knew I would at least pursue mm-hmm. um but then once I got older and I got into college and I saw what college did you go to? I went to University of District of Columbia, UDC. Okay. Sh- shout out. Yeah, shout out to definitely. Y'all. And uh I had an excellent film teacher, Rocky Jones. Okay. And um so I, I always knew I wanted to make films, but then it like you kind of saying, it's like I then I needed to know like the business of it. Like, mm-hmm. oh it's cool and cute to want to make movies. Yeah. But it's like, okay, can this really turn into something that could maintain a career mm-hmm. uh, you know so um yeah just 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 being consistent mm-hmm. and then learning the game then when I graduated college right out of college like even before I 
I walked across the stage, I got a job at BET. So, hold on, wait. Before you go into BET, what mm-hmm. was your degree in? Uh, mass media, TV, and film production. So y'all hear that, right? So, because yeah. I be trying to get y'all the gems. Like, I be trying to pull them out so you yeah. know, like, maybe what, it, what to get a degree in to make this stuff happen. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. You got a job at BET. Yeah, and, and that kind of just, uh, it kind of solidified, like, okay, I'm doing the right things. Right. Um, and it's not too far-fetched. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, your family stuff going to look at you crazy. Like, oh, you want to make movies? Like, oh, okay. So, but, <laughs> but what kind of job did you get at BET? Were you, like, intern? Were you, like, yeah, so, shadowing somebody? Or you just yep. came in, like, producing? Like, tell me how, how you started out. So, uh, shout out to my homegirl, Trey, Tracy Kinzer. She's hey, Trey. One, yep. And she's down here. She's right around here in uh, <laughs> somewhere around Atlanta. Right. Hey, but, Trey, uh, come on down. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, she graduated from UDC the year before, and she was producing a show called Jam Zone, which, okay. which later on went to become Cedar's World. Oh, my goodness. Cedar's World. <laughs> she used to be like this. Yeah, that's the homegirl, uh, Callie <laughs> Troy, a.k.a. Kitty. You know, we all yeah, went to UDC Cedar's together. Yeah, Cedar's World. Because Tigger the Basement used to come mm-hmm. on right after that. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Hits from the street. Yeah, that, that, I was on Hits from the Street uh, briefly, too, when we were L.A. But, okay. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, my senior year in college, I interned at Jam Zone. Okay. At BET. So I was, you know, I was learning the ropes while I was in college. I was learning production, learning, you know, and I had my film teacher, Rocky Jones, was teaching me all about aesthetics and, you know, just the the technical aspects of what it takes. Right. You know, because in live TV, you can't mess up. Mm. And so he taught us you have to be precise. Yeah, you You got to be spot on. Yeah. And because I've watched people. Uh, get fired on the spot mm. like and when it's live tv they don't really play no games and that's how he trained us so i learned how to be and, indisposable yeah so uh you know interning at, at bet at jam zone then when i graduated i had already secured a job at uh teen summit um, teen summit. yeah i think teen summit is the greatest show ever oh my you know. goodness I wish I knew you back then. I'd have been like, hey, (laughs) that was my show. Yeah, so, uh, but all that to say, that's a rare occurrence to, like, graduate. The day you graduate, you already have a job in the field that you've dreamed about since you were a child. Mm -hmm. So, so just being in the business immediately upon graduation, you know, I just hit the... You were thrusted into it. Yeah, I was just already in it, and... um, so I can imagine being that close to people who were already shaking and moving that opened up more doors for you, right? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, everybody, when I was at BET, everybody was dope. Like, all of yeah. the writers were dope. All of the producers were dope. Like, so it was just, like, I was just cultivated. See, but that was a dope era. Uh, it's. I don't think there's ever going to be anything like BET ever again. That, Hopefully like I'm old, wrong. I mean, but Tyler Perry just took over. Shout out to Tyler Perry yes, taking yeah, over no BT and VH1. Like that was a power move. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. But so. And he I, had the whole hood at the. <laughs> <laughs> no bull. Everybody on ten Oku was invited he? to the BT. Oh my goodness. He had uh, Trina Trick Daddy. He had everybody up in there. Listen, Soldier Boy. Even everybody. Came. Boosie came through right <laughs> out right out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> right, Boosie was up there. Came right out, he came right home. Listen, Tyler, like we gonna let you know, Black is back. Okay, yeah, it really is, man. So <laughs> I, I really appreciate uh, BT um, just for being dope. Um, yeah. So uh, that's kind of like what gave me the confidence that I could do it myself. Yeah. Because you know. Um, I was on some of the, the greatest, you know, I was behind the scenes mm-hmm. um, on some of the greatest shows mm-hmm. television has produced from my perspective, especially Teen Summit. Just yes. because of the power of the vo- the voice of the youth mm-hmm. and allowing the youth to express their, their position on the conditions that they're living in, how they see the world, yeah. and allowing them to, to host segments to, uh, you know, just to get the voice of the youth, I think, is very important. Yeah. And so... Uh, you know, but I had a chance to work on all of those shows, and and that kind of gave me the confidence. Like, oh, I could like definitely, that's for you. Yeah, I could definitely um, do this myself because I've been trained mm-hmm. by people like like great people. Like, yeah, the the staff and um, producers and writers at BET were like dope 
individual people. It's, see, I'm so amazed right now because Teen Summit, I wanted to be on one of their panels. Yeah, everybody did. Like, every, because, if you were young and that was on, everybody. Because, because well, I was a writer at the time, so I yeah. had my own column. Okay. Yeah, so I yeah. was like, oh, I just wish I could talk about virginity and marijuana. Mm-hmm. And I used to want to go up there. like, Because they didn't realize that kids knew about all of the adult stuff, too. It's right. just that we didn't have a safe space to say it. Absolutely. Or express it. So we was acting like we ain't know nothing about sex and drugs around <laughs> our parents. But we was out there pop locking and dropping and smoking weed in the back alley and everything. Mm-hmm. And and the beautiful thing is like we were encouraged to get the the, yeah. the youth to express those things right. because we were really genuinely trying to be resolution based. Right. Like we weren't right. just there for entertainment. Right. It, we was yeah, it was like, definitely a movement. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's why I think that's one of the greatest shows yeah. on television ever. I think that's where I like fell in love with like that public speaking look of it. Like I, mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to be a writer, right? But it was like, dang, they really up there talking. Like I know I could do that. Like yeah. you know what I mean? I could be a little prolific too. Like I want to get up there and deliver, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of speech. Wow. Yeah. Teen Summit and even Cita. Yeah. Like wow. That so was they- that was revolutionary. It like, was. Like, really, wasn't nobody really doing was CGI it? and, no. you know, that type of technology. Because, you know, we was doing, like, Jam Zone. That was, like, 1999. Yeah. And then 2000, I think it turned to uh, Cedar's World. And, mm-hmm. you know, that type of technology was just, like, in video games right. and stuff like that. It wasn't used for, yeah. like, you know, uh, broadcast yeah. television. See, but the evolution of technology. So, so, basically, you've been in the game for a long time. Yeah. You Absolutely. see what I'm saying? 1999 mm-hmm. to to still be relevant. My goodness, 24 years later. Sheesh. God Listen, damn. Listen, I, I was scared <laughs> to say it because of my age It's all too. good. I'm Look. proud. I'm proud, man. I'm still here, still doing it. Hear me? Look, I was scared a little bit. <laughs> you, dang, to still be relevant 24 years in the game. Yeah. And actually, you know, I'm I'm actually at the at the top of my game at this point. You know, um, and very proud to uh, have instilled a lot of what I learned into young people. You know, one being, you know, uh, a, a former guest on this show, Chuck Lane. Yeah. You know, is one of my mentees yeah. uh, that, that I trained uh, in regards to, you know, not just business, but just character and just like presenting yourself and, and having a plan and having a, a sense of, uh, direction for yourself yeah like now nah, you got to know what you want to do not just know what you want to do then you have to learn how to do it yeah and so but a lot of those things I learned you know from from my professor Rocky Jones like now nah, you can't just talk you got to be about it or you're fired see but when you <laughs> see I hear you referencing the people who mentored you so do you think that that seed that they planted Rocky for you that made you want to perpetuate that to the next generation, like the Chuck Lanes and the. So you were like, somebody poured into me. Let me deliver this back to somebody else because somebody gave you so much. You know what I mean? Because your name is spoken highly in rooms. You know what yeah. I mean? That you actually scoop people up and, you know, put them right underneath your wing. Like, was that something that you just felt as though you, you know, you had to do because you had it? Um, yes, but but not necessarily from like production, right? Mm-hmm. I feel that way because of the conditions of our community. Right. You know, um you know, just just our environment, you know, in Southeast DC, we didn't have a lot of positive male role models. Mm-hmm. And I just always figured like I'm a functioning adult male in a yeah. community full of young people. Yeah. So whatever, and, and you know, and it, it was tough. It wasn't easy to yeah. to grow up that way. Yeah. And it's like I just felt like I could have fared better if mm-hmm. I had like a, a a lead. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I didn't have to experience a lot of the things that I did. Yeah. And um, so I just felt like, like I said, it has nothing to do with production as far as like mentoring other people. I just saw the conditions of my community, mm-hmm. and um, and I was I was still alive. I was still strong. Right. And I was still knowledgeable about about our conditions. Yeah. And so, but still growing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, 20, 24 years, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. That's growth and development. That's <laughs> at yeah, its finest. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So <laughs> looking your skin looking good. You still <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. I got grandkids out here. You hear me? That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So uh it's definitely it's definitely a, a, a element of 
feeling obligated yeah. to, to reach back and mentor, especially the young men and women in my community. Right. And I understand, like, I, I be telling some of my youngest all of the time that don't really be like rocking with their kids. Mm-hmm. I be like, bro, you know, you know what it is out yeah. here. You, yeah. you know what it is out here. Cause you've been out here with me. So it's like, how you going to know what it is out here and have kids out here right. and just allow them to stumble and fall, to, to be in yeah. it like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, if if I'm here and as long as I'm breathing and I'm able, I'm going to always attempt to help people or right. show people what I feel that I've learned. And hopefully it lends something to, to them, you know, because you never know. It's a dice roll out here, man. Listen, <laughs> for all of us, though. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. No yeah, doubt. For all yeah. of us, especially the climate that we in in this world now. It's so crazy because God was talking to me about mentorship. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing coaching for a long time. I tell people all the time I coach star players. Yeah. So if you come no to me, doubt. you like, you know, I, you know, I shoot a three. All right, we'll run 10 laps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not nice. I'm not soft on you. None of that. You told me that you could play. So let's play. Yeah. You I'm know a basketball I mean? coach too, so you see I'm using good analogies. No, because that's that's how I am. Yeah, it's like no okay, doubt. you can shoot a three. All right, well, run twenty five then. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but I said I could shoot the three. I don't care nothing about the three. Right. I want to see your tenacity. I want to see your endurance. That three ain't gonna keep you on the team. That, exactly. Yeah, you know how many no young doubt. kids that can shoot a three mm-hmm. in Harlem right now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. No you doubt. You had Rikers. You know what I mean? Like, but as a coach. I ain't even looking at who can shoot three. I'm looking at who can sit down on defense. That's what I'm looking at who know their spots. I'm looking at who could run the play, who could execute the play, who know who who can be in the right position in the at offense the right and on the mm. defense. So it's like, yeah, I'm definitely on the same boat. You see what with I'm saying? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm a naturally a coach. So for God to start speaking to me about mentorship. I'm like, mentorship is more like, I got to wake you up like, hey, did you get up this morning? Oh, nah, you know, nah, that ain't that ain't, my, look, nah, that, that ain't you, in you my mistaken. repertoire. That ain't, that look, ain't the mentorship look, I, I'm talking about. Look, look, you like, I'm still very I told, much coaching. I told you, like, like, so I wouldn't say I necessarily had a mentor. Yeah. I did have teachers. Yeah. But, okay. but they they like you. It wasn't no soft shit. It's yeah. like, nah, nigga, you going to get down or you going to like, or you not. Right, but if you Look, if you I if you choose right if you choose to do it, I'm gonna give you everything I got so that you do it well. Right, but I ain't waking you up. I'm gonna tell you what time I'm gonna be at this place. If you there, you there. If you not, I'm getting the next nigga. Yes, and that's it. And so, like, cause you know, in in film, I got two teachers. So Rocky Jones taught me how to create films, like the technical aspects of, you know, uh, the, 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 the rules and the, the elements of film and all mm-hmm. of that. And then I got another teacher, um, Haile Garima, who's, okay. who's a uh, world-renowned filmmaker. He did a film called Sankofa. Okay. Um, and he told me the importance of um, making your films meaningful. Mm-hmm. like from like a revolutionary perspective mm-hmm. like don't just make films for entertainment like right. you have to be specific in what you're doing and why you're doing it. it's not just like oh this shot is cool mm-hmm. it's like nah. so those two elements like of learning how to to complete from concept to completion of film right and then the the input and the the strategic meanings behind film mm-hmm. were the two elements that right you know because it's always something subliminal right. something underlying yes. yep. yeah yeah but that's a that's a part of behind the scenes but those as teachers though they, right. they weren't necessarily mental because both are um, mean as shit like they ain't <laughs> they ain't holding your hand you know what i'm saying it's like but uh, you know what most good coaches <laughs> are mean and those the best ones that's what i'm saying i don't know a nice coach like yeah. y'all be out there oh she's so mean yeah, i don't know like, no coaches hey, that's nice because i'm a coach like <laughs> you know like who want to solve behind coach do you want to win the championship that's or what not? i'm saying that's what you i'm know? saying <laughs> is you trying to get the w or not yeah, that's you how, that's go home. people can be like michael jordan <laughs> means like yep he won six chips too Right. Okay. And y'all paid two or three hundred for a sneaker right. and went into right. Went right. sleep you know on the look. You see what I'm saying? Sleep on the concrete when they coming out. Y'all be outside lying. I ain't doing just, that, but just on the concrete waiting for Jordans to come out. Like, come on. Yes. But you see, but listen, I'm thinking about now that made me think about AI when he was like practice. Mm-hmm. Remember he was talking about like, you know, like what it's is one practice? of my favorite players. You see mine's too. Yeah. And it's like, but people, it's like even if you a star player. It's your responsibility to show up. That's what coaching is. Mm-hmm. So you telling me you the star player, nigga, you supposed to be here. 
All right, so here, here's something with that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I found like a loophole in that whole scenario, right? Okay. Because I got this, I have an artist that I work with, right? Mm-hmm. He's extremely gifted, extremely talented, but his work ethic was... A little rocky. Yeah, a little rocky, right? And so as I've gotten older, as I've developed, mm-hmm. I was just like, shit, um, I have to recognize that he is special Mm. and so it forced me to get out of my principles like my principles is like nigga if you don't do this this and this you can't rock so it forced me to be like all right this is like a unicorn Mm. so i haven't so it's like with the ai thing Mm -hmm. right so it forced me to ai is definitely like so if i was if i was larry brown it's like fuck but who else can do do what he do and mm-hmm. as the coach, my job is to win games, uh, put butts in seats, sell tickets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, so it's like with my artist, it's like, man, like he's he's gifted. Like he's mm-hmm. he's gifted. So I had to adjust my stern principles. Right. And it's like, uh, I, you know, or you miss out. Right. Or he's not going to record. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to hear his voice. Right. So. It was a balance because he understood my integrity and my right. principal stance. And I understood his rare talent. Right. And so we met y'all, y'all had in the work. middle. Yeah. So with your analogy mm-hmm. with the Island Iverson, mm-hmm. I don't think it's just so black and white, cut and dry. It's like, not. Oh, you star player, you got to be a practice. But it's like, ah, nigga, I'm Island Iverson. But, you know but what I'm saying? He, so but you see how he was. He was like, practice. But. But I mean, at the end we, of the we, season, we talk, is we talking about practice? At the end of the season, like, they they met in the middle. Right. He, Larry Brown acknowledged right. like, all right, yeah, he Iverson. might not need practice. Allen Iverson <laughs> acknowledged like, all right, my bad. I, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it it forced them to get off of that straight and narrow. Oh yeah. Like they had to like, all right. So the same thing happened. And the artist, his name's Jacob Soul. Mm-hmm. And when you hear him, you're gonna be like, okay, I see why this. He gives this nigga a pass. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, that's cool. But I'm just saying, like, from that coaching aspect, I get it. Like, mentorship, you you know, mentorship, like I said, I feel like it was more like a, okay, well, that accountability thing. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? But like, Alan needed that lesson. He did. But so did Larry Brown. He did. They both, he got, did. They both learned from he that did. experience. He did. But you know what? I love that that year with the Eastern Conference. That was, that mm-hmm. was the last year I really stopped watching basketball all together because they had Raja Bell, they had Igladawa, they mm-hmm. had Matumbo, they had they was cooking them. Yeah. And that Eastern Conference and I just knew we was gonna win the championship and we didn't know. Oh, that's why like, you from Philly. I yeah, forgot. I'm from Philly. Oh, yeah, you see I'm saying South Philly. Street was lit when we won the Eastern Conference. <laughs> I, I, I forgot you from Philly, yeah. I was and I was in high school at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was just like, whoa, we really about to win the championship. And what we didn't I was like <gasps> Nah, like, I, I knew y'all weren't gonna win that. We joke. had Eric Snow. We had <laughs> listen, but I'm saying we had ev- we had a smoking team. Yeah, y'all Tyrone was y'all Hill. was on the road. Y'all we was on the road. We had everybody on the team. Like no I doubt. was a basketball fanatic at that time. Yeah. After that, I tapped out. I I didn't start picking up till Steph Curry came. Like shout out, yes. <laughs> you know. I it wasn't because it wasn't no no more great ones after that to me. It was just like what in Philly? No, just just period the sport. It was like. I feel like the culture of basketball was different then. Yeah, it, it changed. It, it definitely did. Yeah. Um, yeah, but as 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 a hoop head myself and a hooper myself, you know, I definitely stayed You look engaged. like you be hooping. You yeah, be... yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why I coach now, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, yeah. Right. But you know what? It's funny because people who enjoy sports, you see how everything was a sports talk. We like, see, if I, if you go out there, you got to run. Like, mm-hmm. like you, yeah. you talk, you <laughs> every, talk every in the language. Every sports. Right. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> No doubt. <laughs> if you're a football fan, you like, you know, once you get to the third, you know, once mm-hmm. you get to that yard I'm, I'm line. I'm a football coach too, right. so, yeah. But no, that's just how I think. Like, coaching, it, I just love the, you know, the art of it. I love to have somebody that is talented and allowed to orchestrate their plays and their movements and mm-hmm. help them get to the goal that they want to be at. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I done played this game. My knee's a little tired. I'm going to need you to go. Mm-hmm. No <laughs> you know doubt. what I mean? No I'm going to need you to go out there and do what you said that you really want to do and make it happen for you. No doubt. You know, yeah. and that's the victory when mm-hmm. you get a chance to see your talent up front or that film get the credit that it was supposed to get, mm-hmm. you know, or that artist really reach the top. you like, dang, I, 
I did my thing with that. You yeah, know what I mean? That's the, that's the goal at this point. Is like, yeah, you want to you want to project the skills that you know onto yeah. younger people, and so it's, it's still kind of like you. Mm-hmm. It's like you know when when you because you know my, I, I coach my son. And, okay. Um, so when I see him play, like I can see he has the same passion. And what's he playing? Basketball. Oh, he played basketball. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so it's like I don't have the same drive and desire to go play. Right. But the same drive and desire is there. Mm-hmm. But I just want I want to see it executed. Right. Same thing with uh I I just got inspired uh talking to Kim. You know what I'm saying? Telling me the, the stuff that he's doing, mm-hmm. raising his kids. And, yeah. I was inspired in our brief little, you know what I'm saying? Like that's as as a as an OG in the game. Yeah. You just like seeing people that got that talent and have yeah. that passion. It's like it's doing stuff where it's like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah young nigga, <laughs> go do that shit. Like, go pick your kids up, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Go do that film. Like right. and it, it it's the same, it's the same as like dunking on a nigga yourself. Yes. Like when you see somebody else. That's, you know, it's like, yeah, that's what's up. Right. Like, it's that's like, what's I did up. it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm living exactly. vicariously through you. Right. Yeah, no that's doubt. what it is for me. It's like, and a lot of the times, being a good, somebody said to me the other day, they was like, oh, a lot of people don't want people to pass them. No, the goal Shh. is for people to pass No me. doubt. Absolutely. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, I made my couple of coins or dollars or cents or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. It depends on who's watching. But at the end of the day, it's like, I want people to go way further than yeah, me. Absolutely. If I made five million, I want you to make 20. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And because I'm alleviate some of the steps that I had to take for you. Right. You know what I mean? You ain't going to have to go through what I had to go through. And it's like your success. Right. Like, you know, like, 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 like with Chuck. Like, if yeah. he becomes successful and blow, yeah. like, that's me. Like, I think I did that. Yeah. <laughs> you like, know? The, you, 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 know get the, you get to look at the fruits of what yeah, you that, put that's in. So, that's yeah. so fulfilling for me. And I, I just don't think all people are wired that way. Mm, but I, they're not. I definitely am. They're not. I definitely am. Like, I want everybody that I've touched yeah. as a, you know, uh, as a mentor. You know, I would love for them to succeed and and surpass yeah. things that I've done because that just lets me know that yeah. I trained them correctly. Right, I was effective. Right. So yeah, so that's a ministry. Mm, okay, I, I didn't I didn't look at it that way, <laughs> but that sounds accurate. Yes. No, that is a ministry. Yeah, no doubt. No that doubt. That is a ministry. You coaching, you wanting to undergird people. That's mm-hmm. what pastors. That's what teachers. That's what preachers. That's what you know. People who are in leadership do. Okay. So you might not even know you got a whole calling on you just from what that that has to be spirit led. Oh, it definitely is. You see what I'm saying? But like, I just haven't. I haven't. We, we don't associate it. With, with That's ministry. what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't. We don't put intertwine it into God's work or God's yeah. purpose or God's will. Yeah. We just be like, oh, I got this inclination to help. No, you was led to help by the spirit of God. No, I believe that. You know what I mean? And that's your purpose to walk in and help people along the way. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you a pioneer. Thank you for that perspective. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You are a pioneer. You know what I mean? Like you, that's what moguls do. Mm. They set the tone and the atmosphere, even apostles. Apostles, that's what they do. They set up an entire town and they leave. Mm. That's what they do. They start churches. Boom. I set you up. You got your pews. You got your table. You got your piano. You got your choir. I'm out. I ain't look at it like so that. So you, did, now we talking to Apostle Son. Look, sit right here. <laughs> look, he Go done ahead, got promoted you know on the saying? show. Don't, don't put too much on <laughs> me. You know what I'm saying? Heavy is the head that wears the crown. It's no already doubt. heavy because you can feel it. It's a burden. When you got that kind of passion, it's a burden. You like, you just said, I'm traveling the world trying to impact lives. That's a burden. People don't wake up with that kind of thought process. They're not waking up on how can I change this environment and this planet and this world that Let I'm living in. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So when you say, when you say burden, mm-hmm. does that have a negative connotation? Not a negative too? connotation. I'm talking about a burden. I'm talking about, like you said, it's a beautiful reward at the end. Okay. Yeah. That's what I mean by that burden. This is burnt. This is egging on me. I okay. got to do this. You see what I'm saying? Like this has to happen for my people, whether it's going to happen, it's going to happen through me some kind of way. And what we do is when we call by God, especially me, I've been, haven't been calling a long time and I'll be like, all right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> they be like, it's Jesus. I'll be like, hold on, hold on, whoa, 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 hold one second. My really? You put Jesus on hold? Oh, because, man. no, because I'm honest. Right. I'm honest. And I knew I was called because of what I started 
studying homiletics, hermeneutics. I went, graduated, got all the credentials. Mm-hmm. But then they was like, well, you're called to, you know, I took some spiritual tests and all that kind of stuff. I knew I had the gift of different prophecies and all and healing and all this kind of stuff. But when it came down to the come down, I was like, ah, that's too much on me. Really? You know, I'm like, because the Bible say, um, you know, that my sins is going to be, you know, I'm carrying a whole bunch of other people. So I don't need they rap sheet plus mine. I'm like, I got my own stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Especially when you want to do it right. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen so many depictions of people that go in the forefront, the pool pits or wherever. It don't even matter in, in the side of a building, but they get this hierarchy position and they fell greatly. They mm. fell tremendously. So once I see that and it's like, no, I can't do that. And I know for me, my passion is so real and so raw that I want to do it the right way. So I can't go up there any kind of way. I can't right. go up there in a mess, which is why I tell you I fast and I try to, yeah. you know, get myself together. Salute because. To yeah, because it's yeah, like, no I, how I'm going to teach somebody how to do something I'm not even implementing myself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? No doubt. But that's the real ones that's called. We like, man, I ain't going up there with, and just taking offerings and doing this and doing that. And like, no, if I'm going to do something like that, I'm going to actually be saved. Right. I'm going to actually be really who I say I am. You saved? I, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, if, if Jesus was to come on back now, I hope I ain't left behind. Listen. Yeah, but you know what? Speaking on that, right? So I, I ain't a religious dude at all, right? Yeah. I but, mean, neither am I. I, believe, I. I'm a disciple. I believe in God. I believe in, in, in Jesus Christ. I believe that God deposited his own spirit into flesh and sacrificed it on my behalf. That's what I believe. Right. So I don't associate it with the whole, but go ahead. No, nah, but. I, I respect it, but I'm I'm gonna say some some real shit. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, so I, I'm not religious at all, right? But I came up in the church, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like real church, like mm-hmm. by, you know, uh, Bible study every Wednesday, church every uh-huh. Sunday, you know, all, all, everything. Oh, but I seen that on you from the gun bus. Oh, for real? Mind you, that's why the conversation is going the way it is. Okay, yeah, and it's, it's, it's about it's about to go. It's about uh, to oh, go no, further. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you where it's gonna go. And so but go ahead. the 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 most. <laughs> influential uh, entity in my life, like what I mold my life and my principles around Mm -hmm. is uh, Jesus the Christ. Uh Uh So whether he's real, whether he's fake, whether people believe Mm -hmm. it, whether people Mm -hmm. don't, Mm -hmm. which I I don't even necessarily believe Mm -hmm. the story, right? Mm -hmm. But I studied. So my my mother, obviously, Mm -hmm. super church, super church. And so she was like my whole yeah. childhood, like, you know, uh, call out for Jesus, study mm. Jesus. And so I did that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's it's the most amazing uh, example of how to be that I think exists. Right. Right. But I don't you know, I ain't in the church. None of that shit at yeah. all. But I just yeah. I studied the the messages yeah how he talked to niggas Mm -hmm. like how he took scenarios and broke the shit down like damn this nigga this nigga genius yeah you know what i'm saying like how he approached Mm -hmm. people and scenarios i just that shit is just amazing to me Mm -hmm. so it's like i i molded like how i how i'ma be like that's the example like i know that shit was trendy that whole shit like what would jesus do mm-hmm. like i i really live that shit but yeah. not you know not being afraid of no sins or hell or nothing mm-hmm. just trying to be a principled man yeah in 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 this society that we live in yeah it's like so that's how i formulated my principles yeah. and 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 what to stand on like how to stand on my square and how to just you know, evaluate each person and each scenario individually for what it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't give a fuck if you Muslim, yeah. Christian, Jewish, like mm-hmm. I like don't none oh, of that. Oh, I was Muslim like, for eleven years. It's like yeah, so where, you, where your heart at, bro? Like yeah. like you know what I'm saying? How do you stand on your square when when shit get real? Like yeah. do you fold under? You know what I'm saying? So. See, but you know what that's called? That's called your soul is anchored in Christ. Like, you know how the Bible say, train up a child in the way that they should go there and never Yeah, so I got, I got to give credit mother, to my mother. But mother it backfired on her because mm-hmm. she, really, she don't really fuck with my belief system mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, I'm not Christian or I'm not. See, but this, but guess what? You but still, she like the man that I am, though. Look, but you still, <laughs> but here's the thing. You still got more living to do. Absolutely. 
you know, inshallah. You see what I'm saying? Your story. <laughs> yeah, look, inshallah, Lord willing, all of them. All that. Look, yeah, exactly. You see However what I'm saying? You say because it. <laughs> it's just in another language. Right, exactly. It's just in another language. I Even when I was studying Arabia, you know, people used to be like, I'm like, that's just, you know, we're saying ABC, but in there it says, it's Aleph, Bad, Tad. You know what I mean? It's just, we're just speaking a different language. Even even right now, we rap it to each other in English. Right. This ain't our language. This not. You know what I'm saying? I ain't from England, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just that's why I be, like, even when I, talk, when I encounter people, like, I read their aura. Like, uh, like, I fuck with Kai Heavy. He don't even know it. But oh, I just, oh, I just, he, oh, what I, you know Kai, what, what I tell you when I first met you? Yeah, it's just, I pulled him to the side. I said, I said something about this yeah, guy. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? Said, exactly. I said, I like him. I said, I don't know what so it is. So that's why yeah. religion be fucking me up. Because it's just yeah. like, I, I read people energy, like how they spirit be rocking. And it's like, because I got friends that's Muslim. I got friends mm -hmm. that's atheist. Mm -hmm. I got, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. I be looking at their spirit and their heart and, and, and how they going to move. Listen. You know, when it's real. I got a I got a guy. Shout out to Sean Grady. He's a rapper, right? And Sean Grady, him and I, we connect on that's such a dope level. rap name. Yeah. Oh, he's a rapper. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying. I heard yeah. you say that. I'm like, oh, that's a dope shout, rap name. Listen. <laughs> shout out to Sean Grady. Like, I'm telling you, he's a he's an open atheist, right? Mm -hmm. Raps about you know Satan and all this kind of stuff. And people, you know, me being in the church, they would be like, basically, why how. You know, what would like you guys how, what's have your in, affiliation? Yeah, what yeah. would you guys have in common? It's not even that. It's like this this gentleman, him and I have had so many in-depth conversations. Mm -hmm. And he told me personally, he said, I only hear from you because of your representation of God. He said, I talk to so many people and they so fake and phony. He said, yep. I read them so quick. That's why I disrespect them. Mm. He said, but you, he said, I could see that that's really what you live in. That's your truth. That's what you represent. He said, yeah. why? Because of the way you love. Like, I could, he could see it. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's not that people just want to be hellish or be Satanist. It's like, no, I don't see no real depictions of what you say you preaching or what you talking right. about. I feel, I feel the same. But you know I, I, mean? I ain't trying to openly disrespect nobody, No, though. but it's just like, it's not, it, it don't be, it, the math don't be mathing. What you it say, Deja, two plus two be, it be 87. Every time. Right. Yeah, so. <laughs> we got all this extra. But you know what I mean? But that's how you know you're effective in ministry, where you could talk to the atheist, you could talk to the Muslim, you could talk to the Jewish. I've talked to all different walks of life of people, and they all say the same thing. I feel the spirit of God on your life. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I, I feel the presence of God. If I never experienced God, he's supposed to experience, you're supposed to experience God through people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? If mm -hmm. I can't say nothing else, when I met you, I experienced the spirit of God. Right. You see what I'm saying? But that's the mantle that you carry. Even when I was looking at at this camera, y'all, I'm looking at, I'm trying to look at y'all, but I'm looking at him. He don't even know I've seen a deja vu. We had already had this conversation. Oh, yeah? That's okay. why it went in this direction. I'm like, oh, he don't even know he called. You don't uh, even know hey. after today, your whole life going to change. The whole trajectory of your path. Because God been working on you on the inside. You see what I'm saying? But you you will fight it. You don't understand the urges. You like, no, I didn't learn. And plus, once we learn to ascertain so much information, it creates confusion. It's just like, well, I know this and I know this and I picked up that and I understand a little bit of this. But it's like something about this spirit man that keep trying to return. Something about this walk, but I don't want to associate it with this because it's so worldly and this is just so fake. But it's like he going to make it come together for you where it all makes sense in the end. Everything that you have done thus far is going to make sense. That's why I told you, you got more living to do. This ain't over. This You ain't even scratched the surface of where you're going to be and how many people you actually going to impact publicly. Where they going to know your name because of where you've been. Hey. That's what I'm trying to tell you today. I just, I just had a moment. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I appreciate you. So you don't even know that, like, you got way more living to do. And I they going to know. You. They going to feel the sun. <laughs> they going <laughs> to no feel doubt. it in every way possible. You going to shine in every room because that's your testimony. That's your testimony. So don't think it, consider it strange, nothing. Everything that you are going through to this day and moving forward it's all for a purpose. You're going to fall right into God's plan. And you go, and it's going to wow you. You're going to be amazed like, God, I didn't even know that this is what you were setting me up to do. And you're going to be, you're going to be prophesying in a right way. You're going to be prophesying in a right spirit. You understand? Absolutely. Well, you know, I appreciate you. Um, you know, but I, I definitely feel like I'm already in it. You know, oh, I, I know. You know, um, 
but not, but, but that's not what I'm to, saying. He already, it's yeah, already yeah, yeah. on you. Um, but nah, I, I definitely, uh, everything you say, I think even this moment right here, uh, was necessary for me. So I really appreciate your spirit and your energy. Like, you know, it definitely ain't in vain. And, um, shout out to Chuck for inviting me yeah. to come speak with y'all and invite me to meet, you know, your crew and your staff. Cause yeah, it's, it's bigger than I thought. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, we'll go do some podcast. <laughs> like, I, like, nigga, I'm just getting off the plane, nigga. Like, yeah, my fan. I told y'all he came in on his way. But like I was, I was telling Khan, I was like, I don't even know what it is, but I trust, I trust Chuck. Yeah. Because I trained Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. So I trained him. So that I won't have to think as much. Yeah. So when he was 10, 11, 12, yeah. 13 years old, I was like, look, I'm going to need your little ass yeah. when you grown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm responsible for his, yeah. him being solid. Yeah. So, which is why he could just hit me up and be like, yeah, I need you to do this, 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 this. And yeah. I ain't got to ask him a whole bunch of questions. Right. Because I was beating his ass at 10 years old. Right. Like, nigga, you got to be on point. Yeah. You can't, you know. And yeah. so it's like now if he he can't, he can't not be on point. But I like what you just said. So I don't have to think as much. Right. Because I, I, that's why I trained him. Wow. It's like because I need help. Mm-hmm. And so it's like if I'm going to be spending all of this time with you as a young man, you have to. You know, maneuver this society. You got to maneuver this community. Yeah. And you have to build and develop yourself to be a warrior. Wow. Because, you know, I'm a revolutionary. Yeah. And so, you know, it's going to be many angles where we test it, as you know. Yeah. And I was like, look, I need you to be as on point as you can possibly be. Yeah. So now when he calls me as an adult and he's telling me something, mm-hmm. I don't have to be so shaky because I don't trust nobody. Oh, goodness. You tell know what I'm saying? It. So now it's like if he called me and tell me to do something, I'm just like, all right, I ain't got to put right. too much into it because I gave him everything. Everything. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I'm going to just go because he said, what time? Where is it at? Mm-hmm. And I just show up. Because he know how you think. Right. Look, exactly. he know, look he, I ain't going to upset him now. Right. Cause he, he, he better not. <laughs> he And he know he better not. Right. Right. Because it's still wrath to pay for that, him. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? He don't, want, he don't want that work. Yeah. That's the thing. Because <laughs> if, if, if I came into some Bullshit. He, oh, all, he, oh, he I'm already you know. a new ass. He gone. He <laughs> hiding. He hiding. He gone. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> Look, I done got. I, I done set him up for the okie doke. Got right. <laughs> Look, that's on me, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> but that's the thing. You see that? You know when you was just explaining that? That sounds like an adjutant. A who? An adjutant. <laughs> no. What the fuck is no, that? No, I'm telling you. When you when you are in leadership, see this is the part that you see. I'm telling you, watch how this work for you. Okay. Watch for, watch how this work for you. I'm telling you, when you have an adjutant, somebody that is coming behind you. You ever seen? So I'm gonna tell you what an adjutant is. When you see a bishop walking, you see the guy behind him holding his Bible. Mm-hmm. The guy behind him holding his towel, like when he come and bring him a glass of water and he yeah, yeah, yeah. help him wipe his forehead. That's an adjutant. That's the technical. That's the term technical for that term, person? yes. Oh, see, man, you learning shit. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, this is more than a podcast, man. You're church in this motherfucker. Man. Everybody say that. They you like, I done came to your podcast, learned a new word. You know what I'm saying? Adjutant. <laughs> but that's the name of that man. That's good. I, I, I've always, I've seen them all my life. I Listen, just, I was just like, oh, that's them. the nigga behind the nigga. Right, that's the yeah. nigga who, who always, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what an adjutant do. That's okay. what your Chuck is. He is there holding your sword, holding your sackcloth, holding your cloth for your head, mm-hmm. holding your beverage. Like that's somebody that you have trained up so much that he know. Um, excuse me, he don't want to talk right now. Right. This ain't this ain't that. You know, you need to back up or you can come in now. Right. He know all of the functionalities of you because that's because God ordained him to be there. No doubt. God ordained him to be there. And he going to see it through to the end. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So that's Hallelujah. a blessing. <laughs> Listen, he done set up for grace. <laughs> Listen, I'm serious. He is going to be there to the end. No doubt. For you. And oh, it- I, I know. <laughs> I'm serious. He gonna- but, but the only reason I'm so confident, because he, he, he already know how I'm going to go for him. 
Right. And so if it ain't the same for you. Right. If it, if it ain't eating, yeah, if it <laughs> ain't equal saying? reciprocity. So that's why I'm so, it's not my uh, uh, bravado. Yeah. It's just uh, my connection. Right. And understanding. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, I know he going he gonna to ride all the way out for me. Yeah. Because he know that's how yeah. I'm rocking. Yeah. And, and I trained him. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. I'm so happy for you. Oh, I can't just wait. You gonna, <laughs> I'm serious. Watch. You're going to call me one day and be like, Kalai, see, remember when you told me? I'm going to come right down to your grand opening right mm-hmm. at the church. <laughs> 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 it's going to be a block party on the southeast side of hey. uh, D.C. I'm going to fly down there and see you. Yeah, I'll be man. like, see, I told you, son. I praise the Lord. Praise him, everybody. But it's, it's a lot of beauty in southeast, man. Uh, you you got to come through, man. You got to come through the south side yeah i'm gonna pull up this, on this you. is my official uh invite because you know um well i guess you don't know but uh, i'm recently a director of a gallery in in southeast dc oh, wow. called on floor gallery and um i'm the director of uh creative economy programming wow so I, i'd love for you you know if, oh if you're yeah in for sure area, come through and uh i'm gonna be in baltimore um all, first week of august oh we got I, we got a store in baltimore nubian human you can okay. check us out online nubianhuman.com yes. hugh h-u-e okay nubian human okay but we got a store in baltimore okay. so if you definitely uh, i'm gonna be right in um right in uh emerson village okay Okay. Yeah. My whole family is from Baltimore. Oh, for I'm real? I'm the only person in my family born in Philadelphia. So okay. this is our second time having a family reunion. So that's where I'm going to be. Sec- yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you yeah. got to come through. Yeah, I pull up through. on you. Yeah, for no sure, doubt. for sure. Uh-huh. Listen, so I know we just. I know. I, we, this, ain't none of this shit supposed to be on the interview. We just went. Let's wrap it up. Listen, Pete. listen, we going on and on. I got a question for you, though. And I always ask a relationship question. Are you married, dating, single? Where you at right now? Nah, none of that. <laughs> you like no, no. Okay. Nah, no. Yeah, I don't even date. You don't date? Nah, I don't. At all. Mm-mm. <gasps> Did y'all hear this? He don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, y'all gotta call up. Are you are you dating son right now? If he if he ain't telling the truth, let us know. Nah, I, one like, thing I won't do is lie. Look, he like no. I'm can nobody on planet Earth be like, oh, he lied. Like that's just. So you not you not dating at all? Mm-mm. Why is that? Um, sh- that's a layered question. Did you do the wrap up for the show, or was the wrap up <laughs> to move on from that segment? Because we we not gonna have enough time to Let, talk no, about anything else. We can take it the distance. Let's but, go ahead, because like, I got to hear this, y'all. Shit, I'm, <laughs> I'm, you. Asking me these questions. Like, how long is this podcast? Is an hour long podcast? Mm. Why? I mean, just like a quick, why aren't you, because you, you, you said that with confidence. Like, no, I'm not dating at all. Like, are you just waiting on the right one? Are you, well, they ain't going to come if you ain't outside. You got to go to the grocery store or something. Well, I mean, I'm, I got kids, so I'm always at the grocery I'm out. <laughs> and I, I mean, you know, I know, you know, we talking all intelligent and all that shit, but I, I'm outside like. On the, on the block for real yeah not, not on some oh i heard your dc coming out yeah, no nah, i'm just saying you know <laughs> because i'm really i'm you know uh we got a non-profit me and my man boogie called cedar united okay. based in southeast dc and you know we out there working with the youngest and you know it's it's wild on the streets in dc yeah. so when i say i'm 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 outside i'm on the block like i am but it's not like we ain't selling drugs or like oh, yeah. doing no, shit no, but no. like i'm 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 really you in out the mix. there like if yeah. like if you drive through southeast on any given day like you're going to see me and my folks out there trying to trying to organize trying to mobilize our youngest cuz it's like it's so it's so crazy yeah. right now like every day it's just, it's just murders every day. The kids getting younger and younger. Twelve year olds that like uh, my man, uh, another one of my mentees, uh, Trayon White, who is now the council member in my in my the, in Ward Eight, Washington D.C. Wow. He just posted this pic on Instagram. It had four four young men, you know, split screen. I don't know if that ain't split, but you you get uh-huh. you give a fuck. I'm saying, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but look, so it had four young kids all in middle school, and then one said. November 2022, October 2022, February 2023, and then June 2023. And they were all, um, they were all yearbook pictures. Mm. All them kids dead. They didn't even make it through the school year. And so what I'm saying is like, 
we've always had and you from philly you know what it is oh for we've sure always for had sure. crime and, and murder and all these things but now it's like the ages are getting lower and lower and lower oh for sure and so that kind of like just be a two-year-old shot yeah but i'm talking about doing doing the killings oh, like all four goodness. of those boys were killed by other kids oh no so uh going going to jail for murder 13 years old 14 mm. years old 15 years old and so it's like a new epidemic happening in the streets and so aligning that in with the with the mentorship um it's like it's it's harder now because mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen this before. We've seen this type of environment, mm-hmm. but I don't think we as a people have ever seen the youth yeah leading this yeah uh epidemic. Mm-hmm. And so so
you know, I do, I do desire a mate, but I ain't willing to, you know what I'm saying? See me, I, I know I want, I know I want a husband. Like, I can't just be like, oh, now I'm be cool. Like, no, mm-mm, no, send him on down, Jesus. Like, no, <laughs> it got it. Like, I ain't speaking against it. But you know what? See, I, w- I was feeling in your words because for me, I was saying, oh, yeah, I wanted, you know, my heart's desire was I wanted a husband. But then I'd be like, mm, I don't really have time. You See, know, I'm that, busy. That's it. You know, that's, you can't what do that. that's what I'm saying. You I was kind of being counterproductive to right. what I said I wanted. So that's why it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I have had four proposals, though. Now those, uh oh, <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> but it's like at the end of the day, those were it just wasn't my husband. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody can ask you. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you gotta say yes Absolutely. or you gotta you know you you go forward with it. <laughs> but no, why are you laughing? Because uh, you know, it's, it's that I, I understand. I understand everything you're saying. Yes, mm-hmm. but it's but it's like I do. You know, I do want that, but. I hope if I know what's going to find you, like you said, you've done a, a magnificent job with um, willing things into existence for, mm-hmm. you know, for your life. So if you really want it, it's going to happen for you. But I could talk to you forever, but we got to wrap this show up. I, I see. Look, we got to wrap this show up. She didn't want your ass to wrap up like Look, 10 minutes ago. I know. They was like, listen, y'all just are talking and talking and talking. Listen, he's kind of supposed to email somebody some shit. <laughs> they waiting on his email. Listen. Like, we... I heard him on the phone like, yeah, I'm going to be on this joint for about an hour. I'm going to email you. They going to be waiting. He's y'all. in trouble. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> the producers behind the scenes you know is in trouble. Now. Right. Listen, but no, I am um I am so eternally grateful that you decided Likewise. to, you this know. This shit was dope. <laughs> Thank you. Good job, you. Good job on. to Chuck for oh, telling me to come to this joint. Oh, for for coming here to Casey's Playpen, being a part of Behind the Scenes Bella podcast. This is like just a blessing to us to have your energy, your vibe in the building. Tell us, are you on social media anywhere? Because you don't even strike me as social media, but if you got it, give it to us. I have it. So uh, okay. Because uh, <laughs> no, most of us behind the scenes be like, I don't post like that. You know, I, but I don't go- post like that. <laughs> but I do. You know, being in the business, you have to have yeah, it, or you're just you gonna miss out on anything. Of, yeah. So my IG is uh, Native Sun, but it's in the number eight VSN. Okay. Uh huh. And then you know, uh, I got a label, and the label IG is se three underscore dc. Okay. And then I have a website. Okay. Which is jasonslyrics.com. dot com. It's j a y s u n s dot com. I love it. Yeah. So you got anything coming up that we should know about? Yeah. So uh, I got a film out that's on YouTube right now called Life on the Rocks. Okay. Uh, I have a film. That's in the film festival circuit right now called The Art of Unemployment. Uh, And then I I start production on a film when I get back to D.C. Uh, It's a documentary about one of my stage plays called His Story of the Drum. Okay. And it's about the history of the drum and our affiliation and association with the drum and the history of the drum itself. Okay. So, yeah, a couple things rocking. Yeah, well, y'all support everything that he just said. Like, you know, we support those who support us. And this man has poured so much into our community. So I want you to tap in and lock in with whatever he is doing and has going on. Follow his Instagram page. This is your girl, Kalai Shireen, wrapping up another Behind the Scenes Bella podcast. I love y'all. I love everybody. And until next time, y'all, we'll see you again. (laughs) Bye-bye.